Welcome to YourLifeRocks.com podcast, where you can build a life of balance, purpose, and success. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, working Christian mom, speaker, and coach. Each week, you will find tips and inspiration to grow personally, in your career, and in your faith, and balance it all in your crazy, busy, beautiful life. If you want to cut the overwhelm and take control over your life, visit YourLifeRocks.com. Welcome. I am so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. And I have to say, Happy New Year. If you're listening to this episode right near when it comes live, then this is our first episode of 2016. I hope that you had an amazing holiday season and you are looking forward to an incredible year that lies right in front of you. Now, with this being the very first episode of 2016, I thought it would be an excellent opportunity for us to talk together a little bit about goal setting. Now, with it being the new year, it's just such top of mind for everybody to talk about goals, with it being New Year's resolutions, or maybe you have a a word that you've selected for yourself for the year, but it's just such a time that we look ahead with anticipation and great things that can happen for ourselves. Now, a large part of YourLifeRocks.com is to really help you build the life that you want, a life that rocks, a life that is balanced and free from overwhelm and chaos. And I often find that when people are setting goals for themselves, and I even do this sometimes for myself, it creates more overwhelm than it really is supposed to. Certainly goals are important because they drive us closer to live the life that we want to. It's a setting intention and a life of purpose, which I'm all about. Don't get me wrong. But if we just randomly go about picking goals for ourselves, it can cause so much overwhelm and anxiety. And I know so many women that I talk to, goal setting does create so much anxiety because what if they don't hit it? Then what? And so sometimes they don't set goals or they procrastinate setting goals. And then when they do, it just makes them a nervous wreck. But I just want to share with you my formula on this episode on the way that I select goals, the process that I go through, and I want to share it with you so that you can duplicate that in your life to move you closer to living the life that you want, to move you closer to living a life that rocks without having overwhelm and chaos take over. Now, we're all about life balance here at Your Life Rocks. And when you're talking about balance, sometimes when you're setting a goal, Just that action can take you out of balance. Now, let me give you an example to this. Being that it's New Year's resolution, the most popular New Year's resolution is to lose weight. So if you set a goal around getting healthy and losing weight, there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I highly encourage that. When you are taking care of yourself physically, it's like everything else can fall into place so much easier. But that's just it. When your goal and your focus is just on that one area of your life, the other parts of your life are going to suffer. And then guess what? You get pulled out of balance. And when you get pulled out of balance, that's when you start to walk away from your goal because you can't just focus on one area of your life and hope to be successful. We're too busy for all of that. If you're listening to this podcast, then you're probably a lot like me. 
Meaning you work, you're a mom, you have a spouse to take care of, you have friends, there are things that you want to do for fun, there are passions that you want to fulfill, and you're trying to find time to fit God into all of it. And you're trying to find time to fit fitness into all of it and take care of yourself and get things done around the house. Oh my gosh, there's so much that you do and there's so many different parts of you. So when you're setting a goal just on one part, it's going to pull you out of balance and then that's going to make you walk away from that goal, whether you're intending to or not. So I just want to pause here for a second. If you've set a goal for yourself in the past and you didn't fulfill it, maybe you walked away, you lost your focus, you lost your interest, I just want you to reflect on that for a minute and think, did that goal pull you out of alignment to other things that are truly important to you? My guess is it probably did. So let's start walking through the process that I've created on helping you set goals that help you live a full, balanced life. All right, so let's just jump right in. So in this episode today, we're going to cover five of the first basic steps to take your goal into action items that you can really start to apply and move yourself closer to living that life that you want. All right, now before we get started into the five steps that I have for you, I want to challenge you to get a notebook and a pen so you can jot down some of these ideas. Now, of course, we are going to have all of these listed out for you on our show notes at yourliferocks.com backslash the number seven. I'm also developing some other tools to help you get the most out of this goal setting process. So to make sure that you take advantage of those, I want to make sure that you join our community. Go to yourliferocks.com backslash community to join, and there will also be a link for that at our show notes. All right, so let's get started. So let's start with step one. Now, step one is really identifying how you want to feel. Oftentimes, we set goals around things that are out there that are a little bit more arbitrary, like what we want or what we think we want. But sometimes those things that we think that we want don't actually make us feel the way that we want. Once we achieve it, it's not what we thought it was going to be. And so it's so important that when you start out with this first step of your goal, I want you to just put aside any preconceived notions on what you think your goal should be. And I want just for you to think, how do you want to feel? So in your notebook that you have, I want you to describe in detail how you want to feel in your life. Now, don't go into too many specifics. Just be thinking what things really speak to you. What aligns with your values? Think about the times that you're happiest. How do you feel? And just really describe that. There's no rules to this. So just journal away things that make you feel good. Now, as you're describing this in detail, once, once you have it all out there, I want you to go back and reread everything that you wrote down. And I want you to pick just Three, just three words that really represent that feeling. It might be freedom. It might be love. It might be comfort. It might be action. Whatever it is for you, pick three words that just really describe the way that you want to feel the best. Okay, so that is step one, figuring out how you want to feel. Now let's move on to step number two. Step number two is pull that feeling into reality. So what does that mean? It's one thing to think of how you want to feel, but you have so many areas to your life. 
In fact, there are eight areas of your life that I want you to really think about. And I want you to think, okay, if those three words were represented in each of these areas, what would that look like? So these are your eight areas. Number one, your spouse. Number two, your family. Number three, your career. Number four, your health. Number five, your financial situation. Number six, your home. Number seven, your faith. And number eight, your friends and fun. Those two kind of mix in together. So when you talk about pulling that feeling into reality, let's say, for example, your feelings were freedom, love, and confidence. So when you think about your relationship with your husband, your spouse, how would you like those three feelings, those three things to show up in that relationship and write it out? Now, this is quite the exercise, so I hope you have a big notebook because we're going to be doing a lot of journaling. So you're going to go through and do that in each of those eight areas. When you're looking at your family and those three descriptive words of how you want to feel, what would that look like to feel that way in your family? And get really specific for your career, your health. For example, going back to our words of freedom, love, and peace, if it's your, we're talking about your health, how could you in your health feel freedom, love, and peace? Maybe it's you feel comfortable in your own skin. Maybe it's that you're at your ideal weight. Maybe that you practice self-love or you find things that make you feel strong or at peace with yourself. Whatever it is, just really be thinking about how those feelings could show up and make it into reality in all eight sections of your life. Now, in this part of the exercise, I want you to really have fun with it. Give yourself a lot of time to really dive in. This is like the land of make-believe, all right? I want you to really think about those feelings, the way that you want to feel, and how that could show up. And if it did show up in that area of your life, what would that look like? What would that mean? Now, I want to just throw this out as a little caveat. Although I want your imagination to run wild, if you're like me, you're an action person and you are immediately like, okay, how can I make it happen? Don't let yourself go there yet. This is just painting a picture of if you felt the way you want to feel in this part of your life, what would that look like? How would your finances be different than they are? What would it look like to have freedom in your finances? Maybe you'd be able to give a lot more to people. Maybe you would be able to have freedom to go and travel all of the places that you want to go. Maybe you would have peace that the bills are paid. Whatever it is for you, what would those feelings look like in reality in those eight different segments? All right, now we're going to move on to step number three. But before I do, I just want to remind you, this is a process that I don't think that you're going to be able to get through while we're doing this podcast, but I do have a lot of tools available to walk you through this if you go to our show notes, yourliferocks.com backslash the number eight. All right, now let's move on to step number three. Now this is taking inventory over your present. So you're going to list out those same eight categories, your spouse, your family, career, health, financial, 
home, faith, and friends slash fun. So in those eight areas, I want you to just think for a minute. What does your life currently look like in all of those categories? This is a spot to just be really real. Try to be as objective as possible, black and white. What does it look like? And just write a few sentences on each one of those points. Now let's move into step number four, which is really taking a gap analysis. This is looking at, okay, this is where we want to go as we go back to step two. And you're going to compare that to where you really are. Where's the gap? And just like you did for on step two and three, you're going to list out all eight of those different categories. And I want you to write out what needs to change in order to get to where you want to go. Now, before we dive too deep into this, I just want to share with you a thought process that I have around this section of goal setting. I want you to imagine in your head a picture of a funnel. That's right, like big on the top and then it gets smaller as it goes down, right? So when you're thinking about goal setting and you're thinking about building the life that you want, I really want you to put everything through this funnel. Now at this gap analysis section of goal setting, step four, we're really at the top of the funnel where it's very big, meaning I want you to take a big step back. This is a big picture view of changing your life, of getting the life that you want, of building a life that rocks. So let's use health for example. Maybe you identified that you want to feel confident, which would be being closer to your ideal weight and not worrying what it felt like in your clothes. That's what you want to have happen. But when you do inventory over your present, you realize all of your clothes are too tight and you don't feel confident in them. So maybe the gap analysis is, is that you need to lose weight. Now you wouldn't necessarily at this point go into, I need to start working out. I need to start eating more vegetables. I need to, you don't go into all of those details. It's just identifying to get to where I want to feel when I'm talking about my health, I need to lose weight. You're just identifying it at that and moving on to the next one. Now, not to say you can't have more than one thing under each category. You certainly can, but don't get too deep in the weeds. This is just real top level. This is where I want to go. This is where I'm at. What's the difference look like? Gap analysis, easy peasy. All right, so that's step number four. You're going to go through and do that gap analysis on all eight categories of your life. Now, step number five is the step that we often just jump right to. As soon as we figure out what we think we want in life without necessarily thinking about our feeling to it, we immediately start to take action. And that's what step five is all about. Now, this is the process that you might shortchange yourself on. Most people will. They're going to pick one or two of their goals that excite them the most, and they're just going to run with those. But that's like pumping up air in two of the tires on your car and not the other two. You're not going to get very far. You're going to end up pulled over on the side of the road and not getting to your destination that you want to get to. It's important that as you're goal setting, you really focus on all areas of your life. You are more than just one or two parts of your life. You are a complete person. God designed you to be this magnificent, 
being with multiple different parts to your life. And so it's important that as you're setting goals for yourself and moving yourself forward in your life that you're encompassing all of them. So I'm going to challenge you not to do that. I'm going to challenge you to set action items on all eight areas that we're talking about here. And I'm going to even challenge you one step further. If you're thinking, Jenny, eight is great, but I have another area that I've thought of. Maybe you've thought of nine areas of your life or 10 areas of your life. Go extra credit and do those too. Think about how you want to feel in those extra areas. Do the pulling that feeling into reality. Inventory over the present. Do your gap analysis. Now, as you're taking those specific action on these areas, uh, this is where you're going to have one piece of notebook paper for each of those eight areas. And you are just going to list every single little detailed action item that you need to take in order to get there. So here's what it's going to look like. As soon as you list one, you're going to ask, what do I need to do in order to do step number one? So let's take health, for example, just because that's the number one resolution right now with it being the new year, right? So maybe your gap analysis, you've realized in order to feel confident in your health, you need to lose weight. So step one, you want to feel confident. You've identified that. Moving it to step two right now, Feeling confident in your health would mean that you're closer to your ideal weight, that you feel confident in your clothes, you feel confident when you walk into a room. Step three, taking inventory over your present, you realize your clothes feel tight. You're embarrassed when you see yourself in pictures. Step four, that gap analysis, is realizing you need to lose about 15 to 20 pounds. That's the big picture goal. So then when we move into step five on that particular one for the specific action, it's simply going to be, okay, if I need to lose 15 to 20 pounds, I need to eat less. Well, what's it mean to eat less? Well, I need to get a meal plan. So if I need to get a meal plan, I need to do some research online. So then that's going to be an action item. Once I find a meal plan that I want to follow, I need to plan out my meals. Then I need to go grocery shopping. You see how it just builds action item, action item, action item. And some of you might be thinking that's overwhelming, but you know what's even more overwhelming? Having it swimming around in your head. Once you get it down on paper, then you can fully take action. Yeah, this is going to be a long process, but you know what? Building a life that rocks and having intentional living and moving yourself closer to your goals is certainly worth it because you know what takes even more time is setting a goal not following through with it, and then next year setting the exact same goal and not getting to where you want to be. I don't know about you, but I would much rather invest time up front and live a life of purpose, live a life that is amazing and be where I really want to be and feel the way that I want to feel. So you're going to do that specific action on all eight areas of your life. You're not going to be those people with only two inflated tires in your car, right? Right. Perfect. All right. So let's review. Step one, identify how you want to feel. Step two, pull that feeling into reality in all eight areas of your life that we talked about. Step number three, inventory over the present. Step number four, Make a gap analysis, big picture thinking. Think about that funnel in your head. What is those top area goals that you want to focus in on? Step five, take specific action. If 
first list it all out. Now here's the bonus step. The bonus step is putting that action into play, putting it in on your calendar. So it's one thing to plan that action. It's another thing to actually take that action. So I'm going to give you a quick three-step follow-up that I teach in my programs. Step number one is I want you to pick the highest priority of those eight categories. Now I know we talked about you're not going to just set goals in one area and you're not. You're going to be working on all eight. But rather than think about a full year, I want you to think three months out, 90 days. What's the one area of those eight that would have the biggest impact if you had a difference for it? And I want you to pick that one area as your priority. Now every single week of that 90 days, I want you to pick one of these other categories and I want you to pick one to three things action items that you've listed and do them that week because guess what when you start doing those actions now that's going to start changing where you are in the present so that step three inventory over the present that we had talked about earlier when you're taking actions on those things those actions start to become habits when you do them over time and so now you're changing that present from where you are and that is really step three at the beginning of each and every single week I encourage Sunday planning if you've listened to any of my episodes we've talked about that now part of Sunday planning is reevaluating your normal what is your normal in all eight of these areas so as every week you're picking a particular area and you're moving the needle in that area you've now written a new normal in that area So every week you're going to rewrite all eight areas and where you are. And this really brings it front of mind, brings it into focus. And then on that Sunday, you're going to pick another area and start working through those action items. Now we covered a lot in this episode with the five steps to goal setting. Kind of funny, right? You think five steps to goal setting? That sounds simple. And then I start breaking down the steps and you might be thinking, holy moly, Jenny, how in the world do you ever expect me to go through all of this? Don't worry, I got you covered. I got you covered. We walk through all of this stuff in multiple different steps. So I invite you to join our community. And I know you hear me talk about it a lot, but it really is a great space that allows you to dive deeper into all areas of your life to create focus and to grow closer to all of your goals. And so if you haven't yet joined our community, all you have to do is go to yourliferocks.com backslash community and register. It's free. There's no obligation and you get all of the support from amazing women plus tools and resources to help you move closer to the goals that you have to feel the way you want to feel and to build a life that rocks. Now, this would not be a Your Life Rocks podcast without a scripture in the spotlight. Now, the scripture for this episode is Proverbs 21.5, and it reads, The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. Now, when we share these scriptures every single episode, it's not just to recite scripture. It's not about memorizing scripture or just including it as a nicety. It really is about applying it to your life. Now, when you think about that scripture and you think about everything we talked about, this goal-setting process takes time. But when you diligently pour time and attention and intentionality 
and being the person that God has called you to be, you will prosper. There will be abundance. You will move yourself closer to those feelings. But when you move quickly and you just randomly pick a word or you randomly pick a goal that you think might seem right, it's not going to lead in the direction that you want to go. So I challenge you, after everything we talked about in this episode, that you just take a second look in the way that you are goal planning, the way that you are intentionally setting yourself up to live your life. So just like every episode, I try to create an extra resource to take what you've learned in these episodes offline to dive a little bit deeper. I have created a workbook to guide you through this goal setting process. Now, this is normally part of my paid course, but I wanted to give it to you as a gift for the new year. You can get your copy at our show notes page at yourliferocks.com backslash seven. So I hope you got something out of this episode today. I hope that you take it to heart and that you really spend some time developing quality goals that help you feel the way you want to feel to get everything out of life that God has called you to get to live a life of intention and a life of purpose. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. And if you enjoy this episode, please leave a review and a rating in iTunes or like it in Stitcher and share it with some of your friends that you feel might get enjoyment out of these podcast episodes as well. Until next time, keep building a life that rocks.